Welcome to the Hunting Dog Public, where we talk about everything hunting dogs and more. I'm your host, Cody Moreland, and let's drop that tailgate. Today's word, Proverbs 23, 18. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Proverbs 23, 18. Alright guys, I want to give a quick shout out to a company I picked up a couple t-shirts from. The name is TheHuntingDogApparel.com I had some compliments on my shirts this weekend. People's wanting to know where to get them at. So, if you're listening and you're interested, I'll leave a link in the bio for where to go pick them up. Or you can Google TheHuntingDogApparel.com Appreciate you and I appreciate them. Alright guys, welcome back to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Moreland, and today I'm talking with Mr. Austin Gentry. Mr. Austin, how are you? Good, Cody. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Now, Austin and I know each other well, and Austin happens to be a coon hunter. So, Mr. Austin, tell us a little about yourself and where you're from. Oh, my name's Austin Gentry. Uh, I'm from Hamilton, Alabama, 27 years old. I have four kids. Uh, we just had twin, identical twin girls about a month ago. I have a six-year-old boy, a three-year-old girl. Uh, been married to my wife for going on six years. Uh, Heather, she is a, she's a trooper to say the least. Uh, I grew up here in Hamilton. That's where I went to school, graduated, and uh, work and coon hunt, work and hunt. I mean, yeah, you, anything. you hunt a lot. Yeah, I'm a lot. I don't. I uh, guess my wife, my wife will tell you too much, probably. <laughs> hey, I I can't believe it. You do, you got a whole litter of kids, and you still That's hunt right. as much as anybody I know. Yeah. So you got a good one for sure. It it takes a, it takes a good woman. That's funny. Well, it's funny but true. I mean, it it really uh, yeah. is. Now, Austin, yeah. um, just a little about yourself. You've won quite a few big hunts. Uh, the ones here recently, you won what, the 2022 PKC state race and the state championship with Meg, correct? That's right. You also won the 2021 state championship with her. And you said you led it uh, with another dog, that championship? uh, Yeah, I led the state race in 2021 with a full throttle side chick. And uh, we bought Meg halfway through the year. I ended up winning a state championship with uh meg in 2021 so so that being said uh you're not a newbie that hasn't done much winning you've had your fair share of winning so and that's the alabama state race and championships now austin tell us how you got started buddy oh uh growing up my papa uh it was all the time uh my papa and, and dad and uncle grew up uh, they grew up coon hunting. Well, it was every day we would be, I would go through the scrapbook uh, that my papa had made, and it was, red, they used to hunt red bones back in the day. Well, by the time I, I, I come along, my dad had quit coon hunting, but every day, I mean, me and papa would talk about it, you know, and, and I, well, I call him pop anyway. Me and my pop would talk about it every time I went to his house. I would get the scrapbook out. We'd look at pictures of the coon dogs and hear old stories. You know, he would tell me the same story 50 times. And, and still to this day, I'll listen to every one of them. But uh, it wasn't until probably 
I'm going to say 2007, 2008 was the first time I actually went coon hunting. Uh, I was with, uh, most people know, uh, my best friend, Jake Robinson. Uh, it was his birthday and we had a big, uh, big gathering for his birthday. I say a big gathering. There were six or seven of us that spent the night at Jake's house that night. And, uh, I got to go coon hunting for the first time. So anyway, we, we went and after we made the first tree and the no dogs had a coon, them dogs was worthless. I mean, Jake, I tell you, but, uh, <laughs> but, but well, but you know, we, we was having a ball and I had got to hear so many stories about going, you know, I was so pumped up that I finally got to go. And I called my dad that night and I said, you know, I want a dog. And he's like, oh, well, son, we'll see. You know, I'm playing football, this, that, and other. You know, I'm wide open in sports. My brother's wide open in sports. He's like, oh, well, we'll see. Well, I stayed on him, stayed on him, stayed on him. And uh, for Christmas uh, that year, I believe, I got my first coon dog. Uh, we bought him from Gary Bennett right over here. Well, you're familiar. Gary lives right yeah. over there in the middle of yeah. our hunt club. Uh -huh. We bought him from Gary Bennett, Give $400. Wow. For, for first dog. Uh, <laughs> Big money. Well, back then, at the you know, moment, didn't you didn't know. Uh, yeah. You, you probably right. thought that y'all was getting a show enough nice dog at the moment. Right. Well, and, and we took him hunt. Gary let us have us have him on trial. You know, we, we, or Jake knew of Gary. And uh, anyway, we, we took him one night and he went, he couldn't even, he was 22, 23 months old. And he couldn't even really tree a coon. His name, his name was Festus. And he went out there and just would cut him loose on the corn patch. And he went out there and he treed. And I, of course, I know nothing about coon hunting, you know. Uh, but he had like three or four coons up a tree. And I thought that, you know, greatest thing ever. So we bought the dog. And uh, he died, he passed away about two years ago. Well, no, it ain't been two years ago yet. He passed away last summer. Uh, he... Uh, Man, we had a lot of fun with him. He uh, he turned out to be a super super today in today's market. I'd, I'd I'd hate to say what he would sell for, but I mean back then we turned down ten thousand dollars for him. Oh well, when he was when he was probably four years old, coming five, we turned down ten thousand dollars for him, and I could not understand why. Uh, I wanted to sell, and my dad looked at me and he said, he, he said, son, you don't realize what we've got. He said, you know you will one day and he would not let me sell the dog I, i'm well, like pretty 15, smart. i'm 15 16 years old i'm ready i'm I'm, th I'm seeing dollar signs you know <laughs> but dad knew you know he grew up coon hunting he knew how hard it was to find a good dog so we turned that we turned that money down and i guess when he was oh i we guess we got offered that money i was a little younger than 15 or 16 i was probably i guess 13 anyway uh years down the road when he was like six maybe seven we sold the dog for like forty five hundred dollars i think it was and that's how i bought my first pickup uh, i bought my first pickup i sold him went and bought a 94 model toyota pickup so uh the guys that bought him though uh, long story short about that we got to end up keeping him uh we kept him at our house hunted him uh, and so he, he stayed at the house until he died so you was handling for well not really i mean they bought him and they hunted him uh we had him qualified for the state hunt that year that they bought him and i think they got second in the state championship that year i don't remember what year that was 
and uh, they kind of sent him back to us. It was some guys from South Alabama. Be matter of fact, I don't even remember their name. Uh, they sent us. They sent him back to us, and uh, we hunted him and got to enjoy him. And, and really, we never heard from him again. You know, we just kind of kept him and never heard from him. wasn't really handling for him. You know, just yeah. uh, just, just kind of treat him like he was your dog, but it exactly with your exactly. dog. And uh, man, we had a lot. Me and Jake growing up. Jake had a dog named Maggie, and we hunted every night after I got that dog. And I had these old six volt night lights, you know, hanging on your hip heavy just bulky oh, just i mean it was terrible, terrible you know but we would i would cut festus loose every night me and my dad would go um about a about two or three miles from the house and we would cut loose on public land nearly every night we'd cut loose and we didn't have a tracking collar on the dog uh we would cut him loose just with his regular collar on you know and that's how i trained him uh he would go hunting he would trick him but that's how we finished him out um me and jake would go every night you know we was in middle school coming up into high school and we had a ball we'd print scorecards off at school and we'd, we'd have a fake competition on every night you know? and <laughs> one of us would be would be mad yeah and you know but anyway we had we that's that's how i grew up coming hunting. we we had a blast and so oh, it <laughs> do what so i got a question you uh, papa started it off hunting red bones yep uh he he give you a hard time because I'm pretty sure that you didn't hunt red bones, did you? No, I didn't. And, and still to this day, I've always said I, I would like to like to have a good red bone because of that's what my dad grew up hunting. That's what my papa hunted when, uh, when my dad was growing up. But I just, to be honest with you, papa never, he, he, pop never has given me no hard times about it. He knows that the Walker dog, I mean, walkers there's some yeah. you know there's goods in all breeds but walkers the the powerful breed you know well, uh, i would love to have a i would love to have a good red dog just it, never been with one it blows my mind at no matter what you're hunting and once somebody gets the breed that they like with this black and tans or a feist or whatever that's what they like for the most part you know and and and, and me i'm a, i started off with a walker like that was my first dog he was a walker dog uh, and I get, you know, I'll be a Walker, Walker man for the rest of my life. That's just what, what I like, you know, I guess yeah. that's because what I started with, uh, now, like I said, I would love to have a good red bone because, you know, just, I guess just for the sake of pop him growing up, you know, that's all, that's only the stories that I have drilled in my head. You know, I've heard every story I think of every time my pops went coon hunting and, uh, I would love to have a good red bone, but honestly, I've just never been with a good one. I got you. Now, is your papa still alive? He is. Has he been able to hunt with you any? Oh, he, uh, yeah, uh, he has. He, when we, when we first got back into it, he, uh, he did go some. He can't hardly get around in the woods like he would like to. Now he's come and listen some, and he still will every now and again come and listen. Um, These dogs probably hunt a lot different than he's used to. He don't want to walk yeah. that far. Uh, exactly exactly these these dogs now are wild crazy and go way too far to tricking most of the time yeah all right so that's how you got started and at what age did you start competition hunting oh i like i said me and jake through the week we would we would have him print them scorecards off at, at school and we'd practice you know and I finally started walking with Jake on some casts. They had a 
hunt down here in Sullivan out of Crosby's feed supply down here. I, I know you know where that's at. Yes, sir. It's in, in Sullivan, Alabama down here. That's a big uh, – back then, Sullivan drew a big crowd, even on a weeknight. Uh, but probably 2009, 10 maybe, 2009, I would say, uh, I become a PKC member. I went with Jake on a few casts, seen how it went. And uh, I finally entered in one of them hunts. Should have won, didn't know my dog. Didn't, you know, just paid for a $25 lesson is all I've done. Yeah. But uh, 2009, I would say, maybe 2010, I started hunting in a few hunts now down here at Sullivan. Yeah. Now, you, you refresh my memory. Uh, didn't you win something pretty big when you was younger? I won the Youth Handler Showdown. And I'm, I'm, I get my years confused. I would be afraid to say what year it was. I'm going to say 2015. I won the Youth Handler Showdown. Maybe 2000. No, it ain't 2015. I graduated in 14. I'm going to say 2012. I won the Youth Handler Showdown. And I actually won it with uh, Jake's dog, Maggie, uh, the dog that he, he had when we was growing up hunting. Uh, and, really? and Jake, I tell you, she was. A, she got treated way too much. Uh, she wasn't no, you know, what we call a coon dog nowadays, but hey, you know, a good memory with her for sure. I won the Youth Handler Showdown. Uh, yeah. I think it was in 2012. I beat Brandon Tony. Uh, he had the Homer dog, which Homer was a super, super hound. And uh, uh, she just, I guess it was one of them things where it was meant to be, you know. Uh, that was really my first, and, and it's no, it is a big win. It was a big win to me. It was a huge deal to me at the time. Uh, that was my first win and really lit the fire uh, for the competition hunts. Yeah, and I'm going to say most of the youth that's going to that hunt aren't the first-time hunters. I mean, they're, no, they're you, pretty tough. No, you have to get qualified for that hunt. Uh, like uh, every month, the top youth handler uh, it, from every month gets a youth ticket and that's how you get qualified. So there's only 12 of you that get qualified, maybe 16. They may be four at large spots. I can't really remember. So there's only 12 or 16 of us that, you know, get qualified. You have to get qualified. You can't just show up and hunt that hunt. So you're hunting against 12 to 16 of the top handlers, you know, youth handlers at that time. Yeah. And um, refresh my memory, but I'm pretty sure that y'all have to qualify by hunting in the open hunts, don't you? That is correct. So I mean, you're not you're not hunting against two or three kids that's never even been in the woods. You're no, you're you're hunting against the everybody. You know, you're you, you got to beat out you know the old man. You got to beat out everybody. You're not in no use cast most of the time. That's wild. Well, you know, I knew I'd heard that you had won that, and I wasn't a hundred percent sure. But that's uh, that's pretty cool, man. That's that's something I'd be proud of. Yeah, I was. It was a it was a big deal to me at the time, and it still is. You know, like I said, I guess that kind of lit the fire and uh, for me in the competitions. So after that, had you been chasing competition pretty hard to that point, or did that kind of get you sure enough fired off in it? Not really. Um, you know, I was just plugging along with old dog Festus, and I really I'm not sure that may have been when we sold him. That's why I hunted Maggie. I'm really not sure uh, why I hunted Maggie because Festus was a better coon dog. Now Maggie would get more done, but I just pecking along local really. Uh, but after that, I really started to get after it. Yeah. 
And uh, what dogs you on between Festus and this Meg Jip that you have? Got oh man, that's a that's tough. Uh, <laughs> well, man, I shoot, I could, I don't even know. Be honest with you, I I handled for uh, after we sold Festus, I handled for Big John Robertson. A lot of a lot of coon hunters know Big John. Uh, He's from Vernon and Terrell Pennington. I hunted a dog for them uh, named Hog Creek Jake. Didn't own him, but uh, they did, and I hunted him. Done a done a lot of winning with that dog. Uh, a lot of a lot of winning. Uh, that that dog was the the dog I still to this day won the most cast in a row with. Oh, I hunted Jake, and uh, my next dog that I owned. Oh man. I don't know. That's tough, Cody. That's uh. Well, just do the memorable ones. I mean, I know there's been a bunch of uh. Well, see, some that didn't make hunted, the cut through there. Yeah, I hunted. Uh, we owned several. I, you know, I don't even remember some of their names. We owned a few dogs, but after you know, I hunted Fest. Like I said, Festus just died last year, and I hunted him. We got him back, and I I kept hunting him and. I'd started hunting a few dogs. Uh, if Dustin Weed had a dog, you know, I would hunt dogs for him. He just lived 45 minutes, an hour from me. Um, I quit coon hunting, though, probably. I guess I was a senior in high school, and I, I we quit. We got out of it. Festus was getting old. and uh, Well, we thought he was getting old. We should have kept hunting him. But anyway, we, I kind of got out of it. You know, I had a lot going on. You know, I was running wild, you know. Yeah. Not really running wild, but I was just doing teenager things, you know. Yeah. Chasing women high school, and chasing having fun. women. Exactly, having fun. And Jake, we we had both kind of quit hunting, and uh, so there was a, a a time period there where we still had the dog now, but we didn't hunt. Yeah, probably I would say shoot three four years maybe, and. I met my wife when we, we, which I noticed, her, I noted her all my life, you know, growing up, she, we went to the same school, but I really met her when me and Jake, we went to Bevel down here at uh, the low college in our hometown. And I met my wife and I didn't coon hunt when I met her. I deer hunted, turkey hunted. Yeah. Uh, we had been together. We had, we had been dating a little while and my, I know my dad and, and Jake's dad, Chris, they had, they had got a wild hair. They had started back. Hey, let's go coon hunting. Hey, let's go coon hunting. And I told them, I said, y'all are crazy. I'm not starting that mess back. And, uh, I kept telling them that while I tell them that, tell them that next thing I know I'm down there listening one night. I said, yeah, I'll ride down there and listen. Well, I went down there and listened one night and I, I ain't missed many nights since then. <laughs> I'll just be honest yeah. with you. Uh, I told dad, I said, uh, I guess, you know, would like to get another dog this that and other and rocked on there and that was probably i guess i've been back hunting probably mm, three and a half four years and my wife didn't know what to think but she wasn't my wife at the time but she didn't know what to think she was like where's this coon you know you're leaving every night <laughs> she's like you didn't coon hunt when you know we met now you're wanting to be going all night every night and i was like look you know i grew up coon hunting and stuff like that uh but it probably I took a break, took a break for three or four years, and I've probably been back hunting for about four years. The first dog that we bought uh, when we started back, or when I started back, I found a dog, or Big John found a dog in Kentucky. Jason Holloway had her, 
And uh, I didn't know the time period of when I had quit Cody coon hunting blew. I mean, just blew up as far as money hunt, the amount of money people hunt for now. Yeah. The price of dogs, it had completely changed from when I had quit. And uh, Big John found this dog, and he said, I'll go and have her. You know, him and Dad got to talking. They said, we'll go and have her and get you a dog to handle, you know. I said, okay. I said, how much is it? And they, I think I think it was like $5,000 is what we give for chick. And uh, I go up to Kentucky. They, they said, you go up to Kentucky, you try her, and if you like her, buy her. And I'm thinking, $5,000, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, for a dog, you know, but I had no clue yet. And so I go up there and met, met Jason Holloway. He turned out to be a super good guy. Still talked to him and we turned old chick loose and she went out through there. She, she had a bad night to be honest with you, but I was so, I seen a few things in her that night that I know she could win. I know she had a pretty rough night. I think she treated one, maybe two coons. No, she treated one coon. And, uh, we got back to Jason's house. I said, well, I'm on, I was just tickled to death, you know, to be thinking about getting another dog. I said, I'm going to buy her. And I thought, boy, I've got an answer to this, you know, to dad and big John, I've got their money up here. And anyway, I bought her. Well, <laughs> I come back home. They called me the next morning and said, well, did you buy her? I said, yeah, I bought her. How many coons you trust? I said, one. They said, one? And you bought her? <laughs> I just said, look great. Best dog and, I've ever uh, seen. They said, I said, I promise you, she'll win. And uh, Big John has never, neither Daddy either. They've never questioned my opinion on a dog. And when I thought they could win, you know, they they was good with it because they knew I could win with a dog. So the very next night, bring her back down here and go to competition hunting Beaverton. Couldn't wait. Had two hundred on a coon, win the cast, and they were like, okay, you know. So that was my first dog uh, when I got back into it, and we ended up having a lot of success with her. We went to the world hunt. We won a bunch of money with her in the open hunts. We went to the world hunt. I doubled her up, got her in the quarterfinals, and we sold her to Ike Rainey out of Florida. They bought yep. her at the in the quarterfinals of the world hunt. And uh, we got offered, you know, we, I think we sold her for 21.5 is what we sold her for. And uh, that blew my mind, you know. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. man. That's pretty good you know, return on investment. Pretty good, pretty good turnaround. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we bought a few more dogs, and I was kind of hunting them up and, and selling them a little, uh, making some money. And I thought, man, this is great, you know. Uh, then I, I hunted a few dogs for Big John and Daddy then, and then uh, I didn't have nothing to hunt there for a little bit. And Steve Nix, he said, hey, if you know, if you ever want to go buy a dog, he said, holler at me. I'll, I'll buy it. So I called him one day. I found a dog named, well, that's, it's the Abby female my dad has now. Yeah. And uh, I called him and I said, hey, I found a dog back in Kentucky. Uh, same guy, Donnie Morgan. Same guy we've got, or not the uh, same guy. Jason Holloway and Donnie Morgan uh, live not, I mean, nearly you can throw a rock, but it's not far from each other. So that's how I found out about the dog. Steve said, hey, go buy her. I said, okay. So I go up there, Steve, buy this dog. He said, you do what you want to with it. I hunted her about five weeks, and she just turned out to be an impressive young dog. She hadn't hunted a one-year-old super stakes yet. And uh, Waylon Pierce from Texas, he was like, what do you take for her? What do you take for her? What do you take for her? I priced her. Anyway, he come bought her, give me seventeen five for her. And I thought, man, you know, I, I'm just turned her. Well, I think we get $6,000 for Abby. 
we turned around, sold her for seventeen five in probably five, six weeks. Well. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm loving it. You know, I, I mean, I'm on cloud nine. I'm making money. Steve's made money. We've all made money. We're, we're, I mean, everything's going great. And then I was like, you know what? I want something to keep. I want something to keep and hunt. And uh, me and Steve had, had bought, we went through, I don't know, probably 10 dogs buying and selling, buying and selling. We were making money on them, you know. And, you know, we were having a good time with it. We was hunting them up and, steve's a character to say the least and uh we uh, i told steve i said steve i i want to find a dog and and keep it and hunt it and hunt it in these hunts you know i want to find the right dog well i knowed when i had chick if i drew meg david haynes had meg and i knowed when i drew meg that was the dog to beat every hunt i went to she was there i was tired of getting beat by her if yep. somebody beat me if somebody beat me it was meg and uh so I, I called Steve one day at work and uh, I said, Steve, I, I'd like to buy Meg. And he said, all right. You know, he kind of was like, where, you know, where'd this come from? I said, Steve, think about it. I said, we get beat by her all the time. You know, if we get beat, it's who we get beat by. I said, why not buy, why not buy the dog that's beating us? Yeah. And uh, Steve was like, Steve wasn't too sure about it. You know, uh, we give a pretty penny for her. Steve did. And he's, you know, like I said, Steve, to this day, I believe I could call Steve and I'd say, Steve, hey, I've got this dog that I, that I think I can do good with. And Steve would just say, go buy it. And he would give me the money for it. I guarantee you. Because I've, I've never steered him wrong on a dog. And anyway, he said, well, come by the house, you know, and get the money and go get her. So I called David Haynes, begged him to price her. He priced her. I went and bought Meg. I'm on cloud nine. She's a... When I bought her, the day I bought her, I think was her 14th or 15th day of her heat cycle. She's pouring blood, swole up. And uh, he said, don't you cut her loose now. That's what David Haynes told me. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I cannot wait to get back to that river bottom at home because I'm fixing to pick her up and I'm fixing to send her. And so that's exactly what I run a 90-mile-an-hour back down I-22 to Hamilton. I called Steve. I said, meet me in the river bottom. He met me over in the river bottom. We cut her five times that night. This is her being in heat. We cut her five times. She treated five singles quick as you could snap your fingers. Really? And I I looked at Steve and I said, this this right here is what I wanted. And uh, we we went on. We had a, a lot of success with Meg. Uh, we doubled her up first year. We took her to the world hunt. We doubled her up, got her in the quarterfinals. And uh, that year we doubled her up. We... Uh, bought chick back. Uh, actually, we we sold Meg. Uh, we we sold Meg to Adam Campbell and Greg Maynard. We sold her. They they was on me, and that and, and Greg called and asked me to price her, and I priced her. We sold her, and uh, I told Steve, I said we probably messed up right there, you know. Well, little did I know that it, it would all work out, but. We bought Chick back while we didn't have well, we didn't have a dog. We bought Chick back for oh, I don't know. We well no, we traded the dog. We traded the dog, but for Chick back. And uh ended up selling her to Trey Perrin and made a killing on her that time. Everybody knows the story. We made a killing. We sold her for thirty thousand Trey Perrin. And uh Trey sold her to a guy in Louisiana. So when me and Steve have Meg at the World Hunt, I double her up. Well, Wednesday night 
Blake Robertson calls me from Louisiana and he says, Hey, I can't catch chicks. She's running in a bean field. And uh, anyway, we bought her back at the world hunt on a Tuesday night and Wednesday night. I done got Meg in. I was up there just celebrating yeah, and chilling, laying, laying low. You know, we had still two more nights of qualifying for the world hunt. Dad said, I'll hunt her. Dad was just up there with us. So he hunted chick that night. And, uh, the, when we bought her back and Steve said, uh, you know, that's fine, whatever. So dad wins his early round with her, gets beat late. Well, the last night of qualifying, I, I done me- double Meg up, you know, I said, you know, I'll hunt her this last night. I swove shut from running in that bean field two nights ago. She was in rough shape. Well, I doubled her up. So I had Meg doubled up and I had chick doubled up at the world that year. <laughs> and, uh, so, so this is the third time you've had, this chick? was the third time that we had bought chick. And, uh, and I just knowed we bought her cheap enough again to make some money on her. Yeah. Hey, I loved the dog. I loved the dog. She was a winner. I could win with her. And uh, But there was a per- certain price in your head that you knew if somebody right, going to give you, you was yeah, going to part ways. I, I, I don't know in my mind, you know, hey, I can sell her again, make some more money. Well, I've got Meg. I've got the dog that I really want. <clears throat> so uh, dad hunts her in the quarterfinals, uh, and I hunted Meg. We both got beat, and dad, we got back to the cabin that night, and dad said, I don't want y'all to sell chick. He said, I want to buy her. He said, that's the dog I want to keep. That's the dog that she'll die at the house. Well, I looked at Steve. I said, Hey, we got Meg. We ain't out no money. We just want a little money for doubling her up. So Steve said, Hey, that's fine. So we sold her to dad and, uh, we sold Meg and, uh, sold Meg to Greg Maynard and Adam Campbell. And, uh, she didn't work for Greg. Dogs are just weird. She didn't work for Meg or for Greg. So I get a phone call one day and uh, it's Colt Wolf from Texas. And he says, Hey, we bought the, uh, or my dad has bought this uh, Meg dog and she's qualified for the state hunt and the truck hunt. Would you inter- be interested in handling her? And I didn't know these guys from Adam's house cat and never heard of them. I said, Sure, you know. We send a guy to go get her. Billy pays a guy. Yeah. And uh, we send a guy to go get her. Guy get her back, and she's she's messed up. I mean, she I don't know if it's the transition from south to north. When I got her back, she was just shell shocked. You know, I don't know. And I I was contemplating. I was I told I talked to Colt a little bit. I hadn't talked to Billy at this time, and I had talked to Colt. And I said, you know, I mean, I was doing everything I could to get her back right for the state hunt. And I think about three nights before the state hunt happens she it's like she clicked again and i was like okay we're good now and uh this was in 2021 when i won the state championship with her oh she looked good she looked good early i drew uh danny peters with fred uh philip farmer with uh the lucky or he's rolling easy sevens dog and uh wesley loggins with ranger i drew them early and Meg just blistered them. She treated two singles real quick, and they quit. So that put me in the final four of the state hunt. I get back to the club and find out Jake's also in the final four of the state hunt with Sam. So here, here me and Jake are, you know, best friends, and we're in the final four of the state championship. And uh, there was some stuff happening out of the truck on that final forecast and dog fight. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, Meg yep. ended up trade through the country to win the hunt. 
and uh, that was when I won the 2021 state championship with Meg. Now, that probably started a pretty good relationship with you and the Wolves. Right, it, it did, and uh, they said, you know, uh, you know, I had the truck hunt coming up, and so I was getting her ready for it, hunting her, and uh, went out there to the truck hunt, and I just annihilated them on the early round. Mark McGinn uh, from up there in the, I don't know, I think he's from Michigan, I think Ohio, Michigan, somewhere up there. He said, uh, he said, I'm telling you, boys, y'all have brought a plastic spoon to a gunfight. Y'all need to quit. Meg treated three singles in about 40 minutes, and they, <laughs> they I mean, there was nothing. They didn't even treat a coon. And so they finally, they finally quit. You know, they withdrew. And and David Haynes had that had Meg before that we had bought Meg from originally. Me and Steve, he got second in the truck hunt with her. And uh, so I had high anticipations with her out there. You know, and the, how she looked on that early round. I said, well, hey, this is our time. Got beat on late round by uh, County Line Ruger Logan Ray. They ended on they ended up going on to win the truck. And uh, so I get Meg back home and told my wife, I said, well, they're going to they're gonna come get Meg, you know. She's not staying here. And I had done develop the relationship with Meg. I loved her like a kid, you know. I, I mean, you, you spend so much time with these dogs, you, you bond with them and stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, I said, hey, they're going to come get her. And it rocked on. They, they, they never come got her. And I think Billy finally, that was the first time I think I had talked to Billy, actually, which is Colt. Colt's dad talked to Billy Wolf and uh, he called me on the phone. He said, you know, just Hunter, we worked a deal out and uh, man, it just, I don't know. It worked. It was, it was a blessing to me. Uh, Colt and Billy, they've, they've been super good to me. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it just worked, you know, worked out that way. Uh, <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Get to keep a dog that you know you you have. I don't understand how people invest that much time in these animals, and just uh, don't have a problem moving on. I guess well, right. You know, I try not to get attached to them, but I had a. Uh, I don't know. Meg was. I really don't even know what it was about her, and and chick too. I was a little. I had got a little attached to her. Meg, I was like, you know, I, I was hating. I was dreading seeing her going to Texas, you know, but they, these guys have bought her, you know. They, she can go whenever she wants, whenever they get ready. Yeah. And it worked out, man. Billy just called and we worked a deal. And and still to this day, man, they're, they're super good people. I've been to Texas. They have a beautiful place out in Texas, beautiful ranch. Uh, just super good guys. Me and Colt talk every day. Uh, Billy's boy, we talk, we talk every day. And, you know, it's it's crazy how these dogs, you know, lead you to find new friends and, you know, you develop friendships forever, you know. It's, it's, it's wild. That's for sure. I, I talk to people daily that I don't live within several hours of. And yeah. It's just over yeah, these animals, sure. you know. Yep, that's exactly right. And I told Colt, you know, me and Colt said it a thousand times, hey, something happens, y'all, if they quit coon hunting tomorrow, I mean, me and Colt be friends for the rest of our life. And that's just how, I mean, it's just crazy how these things happen, you know. But, uh. It's pretty cool but, your story with Jake. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's pretty cool your story with Jake also. How y'all started off young yeah, we, kids we, together and y'all still hunting because in the, in the 22 state race, y'all both made it into the finals, didn't you? Uh, in the 20, uh, 2022, we was both, 
qualified. We was both in the top 16. Top 16. There we go. Jake, we was both qualified to go when we both went down. Well, I knew y'all rode together together because I seen seen the, uh, y'all was having a good time. Send me Snapchat rubbing it in my face. That's right. Yeah, we was. We, uh, and it is cool, you know, growed up hunting together and, and still to this day, we, we hunt together. Uh, it is cool, but yeah, we went down there and, uh, we went down there this year. I, I led the state last year with Meg. Billy got behind me and Colt and they pretty much let me go wherever I wanted to, you know, and we, we led the state race this year with Meg, led the crossbreed. Uh, Meg's not a crossbred dog, but she was registered crossbred until this year when we fixed it. Uh, we was a crossbreed leader, and led the Alabama state race this year with her. And we go back down there and I, I hadn't been hunting her a whole lot. Cause I'd actually left her at Colt's house in, in uh, Texas and he was going to hunt her in a truck hunt that she was qualified for some bad weather come up through Arkansas. They canceled the truck hunt and, uh, so I I was last minute getting her back to me before the state hunt. And I don't like going to the hunt knowing that I really haven't done my part. I just don't, you know, I just feel like some stuff don't work out, you know, for you. If, if you don't put in your time, I feel like, you know, you're, you're wasting time. If you, if you don't put your time and effort into something. So I wasn't really going down there to the state hunt. She wasn't looking the best. You know, I, I said, you know, I, I really did wasn't going down there to win it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, of course I wanted to. Yeah. You was qualified and was uh, qualified. I was going, but really just didn't have that confidence. And it's I don't know why I didn't have that confidence in her, because she's gonna trick coons no matter what she does. But I just hadn't spent a lot of time with her in the woods in the past week or so getting ready. And uh so I go down there and I drew David Haynes. That's who we bought her from, you know, originally. I draw David Haynes with a crazy dog. and Oh, oh Drake Hall hunting uh, Power Switch, which she's a really good female. And I knowed right then I drew uh, the tracks dog on the early round. And I knowed right then, and everybody else did too, that was that, that cast was tough. Uh, yeah, I yeah. felt like I felt like when I left that club that night, I said, "Whoever wins this cast right here will win the state championship." And not that some of them other dogs down there are, are really good hounds. And Alabama, I'll say this: Alabama is one of the toughest, if not the toughest, state to compete in. Well, I was going to touch on that. So, so in our area alone, or this local area, you got what Weed Ward. Uh, Bush, Mason Bush was down here. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of really good hunters within probably an hour of where you yeah, live. Yeah, it's, it's tough, and I, I tell people all the time, I would rather go the world hunt, go the nationals, go anywhere in the country and draw a cast than go to a Thursday night hunt at my club and draw a cast because I mean, it's tough. You went to Texas, and then what was that this past uh, a few months ago? What was it, February? You went over there and was one of them hunts and in the finals. Yeah, yeah, I went to uh, yeah, went to a three night pro classic out in Texas, a sixty five hundred. It was the hunt they had at Buffalo instead of the Black Eyed Pea Classic. And in the finals, well, they, there kept being a bunch of local boys from around here, huh? There was me and uh, yeah, it 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 did, and it kind of showed that our area, you know, is is pretty strong. 
So not going back to down there at the state hunt, I wasn't throwing off on none of them other guys because I know I'm hunting yep. with them. But I just felt like whoever won my cast that night was going to win a state hunt. And Meg, once again, just showed out. I, I think she treed three, treed two or three. She treed two singles by herself. And uh, they had, uh, I forget the guy's name, that was hunting the tracks dog. Uh, there was like 30 minutes left in the cast. And he looked at me and he said, uh, let's see, it was Casey Walker hunting tracks. And he, he was still hunting, you know. He said, no, nah, I said, do you want me to recut her? And he said, yeah. So I was like, okay. And I just reached down, unsnapped her. She fires in there, boom. Trees another one, her third one. And he was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and I, I was tickled with the way she looked. And I got back and, and Jake had got beat. And I told Jake, I said, I don't know what it is about her. I said, but boy, she's, she's fired up tonight. And when I got her on the, out of the dog box for the late round, it was me. And uh, let's see, who was on the, that late round cast of the me and Jackson Marlowe with a stroke dog. And then you had Billy Bell with a uh, hunting that dog that they had bought from uh, Danny Peters and them shock. Then you had Brad Durham with edge. Edge is tough. And, and anything Brad hunts and Jimmy Smith, anything they got is going to be tough. But when I got her out of the box for the late round, she was just wired again. And I'm thinking, this she's coming seven years old. You need to be calmed down a little bit, you know, late round. You should be wore out, you yeah. know. And, but she wasn't, man. She uh, she did miss a coon out of the truck. And then when I recut her after that, she fired in there and treated a coon. I recut her and she fired in there. And I left her treat for probably 45 minutes. I didn't didn't have to treat her, and it come to a point where Edge treated a coon, and I needed a treater, and Edge got treated again. So when he treated Edge, it forced me to make a call, and I treated her. She had a, another coon uh, to win the hunt, and that's when we won this year uh, the state hunt. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to get asked, so I've got to ask you, how is she bred? Because somebody's going to know. Oh, just, oh, she's out of nothing, honestly. I mean, just. She's not no, out of some big high name competition, though. No, she's not. She's not. And uh, a lot of people will message me and ask me all the time, you know, what's she out of? She's out of a dog, I think, Emily River, Buckaroo or something on the top. And long story short, it goes back to Insane X and insane cane on top and bottom of her pedigree but as far as her sire and her her mama they're nothing they're just you know coon dogs her dad is finley's wild buckaroo and her mama is finley's hard driven nail and nails out of insane cane and her dad's out of insane crank and it's just a bunch of insane cane bred dogs x goes back to x jr uh, she's nothing really, you know, fancy. And that goes to show you, hey, man, ain't got to be out of no big stud dog or, you know, you know, real hot female to to make, you know, because Meg is a fine a female as there is in the country. I think that really just ups your odds that they're going to be good dogs, you know, if they're bred yeah, right. Sure. But it don't mean that every dog that's bred right is going to be any better than the dog that was bred out behind the barn. Right. You know, right. I mean, I think it's how much time you put into one and 
obviously the ability in that animal. They got to have it. They got to have it. And if they're not born with it, they're, you know, you're not going to make a dog. You, you can help a dog, but you're not going to, you're not going to put, they got to have it when they're born. They got to be, you know, they, they got to have some natural ability. Yeah. And then they got to have somebody willing to take them four nights a week. Like you do. That's right. That's <laughs> so, right. Hey, sometimes it's tough, but, uh, I love it. Yeah, I get it. Now, uh, the, let me think about this. I, I don't really want to get much into the, the counter dog. I want to tease that. T- tell just a little bit about him because I want to come back and do a whole, a whole episode. I mean, just, you know, well, I, we, we, uh, I don't know. I guess well, it's been close to we've we've got him for close to a year now. I we went to looking for a young dog, and uh, I said Meg's getting older. You know, I like having a young dog. And Billy said, "Hey, you know, let's let's buy us a young dog." And I said, "You know what?" And I said, "Look, I finally told Billy. I said, hey, few and far between, Billy, and, and the ones I have found are ridiculous. You know, on the price. And anyway, I bugged Jr. and he finally shot us a price and. We got him bought, and uh, long story short, Connor is by far the best hound I've ever seen go, and, uh, and I'm let's, excited. Let's, let's let's start right there. I don't. We're gonna tease it right there. He's the best hound you've ever seen go. Yeah. I don't want. Uh, we're gonna do a whole episode on Mister Connor, and uh, we're gonna give it a few months. And I plan on you winning some big stuff, and. Uh, I, like I said, I really want to touch on that because you've done a good bit of winning with him in the last year. I have. He's been uh, already. He's been super, super good to us, um, and and I'm I'm excited to say the least. Yeah. Now let's talk. Let's finish about Meg because she's a nice, nice female. You have told me that you think she was the most accurate dog you've ever turned loose. Do you agree with that? Well, I'll be honest with you. I've been telling people the past two or three months, uh, and, and I don't want to touch too much on Connor. But Connor was a super hound when we bought him. But the way he's progressed, I kept saying Meg's the most accurate dog I've ever walked behind. And you can ask anybody up, up my way that's ever hunted with her. She, it, she has a – just she's a freak. When she gets straight, she's got a coon in. It's just every time. I mean, David Haynes kept up with it several times. For a dog to make a hundred trees, a coon dog to make a hundred trees and have eighty of raccoons. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Absolutely insane. <laughs> and uh and she's just that type of dog she don't miss. But yeah, she is she she may be the most accurate dog, but I'm gonna tell you something. Connor's coming. <laughs> that's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. He is uh well you t- you showed me you took a picture of your garment and sent it to me. And you said, reckon, you sent it to me a Snapchat or something says, reckon she's got it on our hunting club. And the location yeah. she was at, I was thinking, there's no way. It was in the middle of a pine thicket. Yep. And you sent me a video of eyes. I was, that's, it's wild. She, she's got, it, it don't matter where you set her down, she's going to trick her. She may be two miles, but she's going to trick her somewhere. And she will have it when you get there. No. And she just don't make many damn trees. Now, how does she hunt? She's a pretty silent dog. She's an ambush style dog. She rolls through there. You know, she's she's quick. She'll be out of hearing in a hurry. 
she rolls through them woods quick looking for a hot cone and she her typical cone her typical track that meg likes is she's gonna open 10 or 15 times boom she's treats oh uh, and that and sometimes and, and i know this she runs past and, and you can relate because you have a squirrel dog yeah. that moves fast and is an ambush style dog and i've seen him i've seen him in the woods you can relate you agree that connor or uh, not Connor, but Gunner, your squirrel dog, runs past squirrels to treat them ones he likes, and Meg's the same way. Well, they Meg, know if they run fast enough, far enough, they're going to run up on something hot. Exactly. And, and they'd rather do that than try to work a cold right. squirrel. That's right. And I don't know that Meg can even work a cold track, you know, because the, all I've ever seen her really tree is fly through that country. And, and she's hardly never treed within – three or 400 yards of you, you know, she's yeah. always going to be six, seven, eight, nine hundred, six tenths. But if she's tenths. got it at the end of the day, that's tough to beat. It is. And Hey, I've won a bunch of casts. David Haynes won a bunch of casts. My dad's won a bunch of casts with Meg with 25 and a hundred. And that's all it takes. If you've got that coon, that's yeah. and stay out of trouble. Especially, especially in an hour, hunt. you're good. Now, how many hunts you reckon you hunt around here to win a state race? Now, I know you have a club in what, where is that, Detroit? Detroit, yeah. You got a club in Detroit. How many hunts you reckon you hunt to, to win the state race? Because I know there's a bunch of folks hunting them state races. Man, from the year starts over in October, and from start to finish to, to win something like that, I, I would be, my wife, would, I'd be afraid to say. I don't know. <laughs> It, I would. Yeah. It would might be. It might be embarrassing to say how many nights that I that I'm at a hunt. You know, I haven't pushed this year at all, uh, just because I don't know. I, I've led the state uh, the past two years and won the state hunt. Now I want to be qualified this year. They've introduced something new that's going to be some more money in the pot this year. I would love to be get a dog qualified. But I have slacked up, you know, I'm not going somewhere every night. It takes, I'll tell you what it takes. It takes you going to about two hunts during the week, two competition hunts somewhere, two $30 hunts. And then you're somewhere on Friday and you're somewhere on Saturday. So you're looking, you're at a hunt four nights a week. And that's tough for four kids, especially them two it, young it twins. Is. It is. And which of course these twins are new so this is everything is new uh as far as this goes but i've done it with two with two kids i've done it four i was gone four or five nights a week well you that's four nights at a competition hunt you've got a pleasure hunt them dogs and keep them right too yeah so yeah. you're at a hunt three to four nights a week you've got to be at a hunt if you want to lead the state race you know yeah and, well and and it's like this if you're going that much you better be winning you gotta you gotta be because either if you ain't bringing home that money or, or something to show for it how long's uh you know your old lady gonna sit around taking care of these kids by herself right and i've told a bunch of people this and i, I don't know what i would do without her but it it takes a special woman and every coon hunter knows it every every dog man knows it it takes a special woman to sit at home, make sure everything at home is taken care of, make sure kids got a bath or a sporting events while I'm off chasing a dog. It, it takes a a special woman. And uh, 
Mine's been a good one. Then when we got pregnant with the twins, I told her, I said, I guess I'll, you know, I have to quit coon hunting. She said, you're not quitting. I said, well, when am I going to have time? She said, nothing's going to change. And to be honest with you, for the most part, ain't nothing changed. Uh, of course, baseball season's here. We've been playing baseball. My boy's playing baseball. My little girl's playing t-ball. But she she makes it happen somehow, some way. And, and my, I mean, I've done been going to hunts. I was going to hunts when they was twins were a week old. And she better, makes things happen. You better take care of that woman. Yeah, she's she's too good for me. I promise you. So I want to talk a little bit about your thoughts this year on deer dogs. But are we? Are, what, is there anything else you want to talk about, Meg? Right quick while we're talking. No, uh, I mean, I said after the state hunt, of course we bred her to. Uh, Scott Engel and Randy Moore. Yeah, how's their pups doing? They come out yet? They're doing good. Uh, my pup is six months old, or the the litter is six months old. There's five of them. Um, I've got mine. I've showed him a cage coon. Um, started to carry him hunting. He will go hunting like you have never seen. Um, got him loading up. You know, just just now is fixing to start them. So I expect by the time roasting ears get on, I can start him in a corn patch. You know get him get him going that way uh we bred meg to echo you know and after i won the state hunt this year i said you know old girl you you've been you've been good and i'll hunt you in some local hunts but just kind of waiting to breed her you know breed her to connor we're gonna that'll be the next dog she gets stuck to uh, when she comes back in she only comes in once a year so we're gonna breed her to connor uh and dad my dad he uh he got her and he got her from my house and I said, look, you're more than welcome to get her and hunt her. And I said, I'm sure Billy won't care. You know, you get her and you hunt her. We'll do what, you know, do whatever. And, uh, so he got her and he's probably, I don't know how many times he's hunted her. He's put her in probably 15 casts and I think he's won 13 of them with her. Well, so he's definitely liking her and they've, they've took, took up well with each other. So she's at dad's house right now. And, uh, as far as I'm concerned and unless Billy has other plans, you know, that's where she can stay until we bring her to Connor again. She's just a winner. I mean, that's, you, you get by yourself and have a coon. I mean, that's, uh, and stay there. That's pretty tough to beat. What yes, about, she's, uh, she's a special dog. So that's the only litter she's ever had and she was bred to that's, echo. That's our first litter. She was bred to echo. How, how old you reckon she, did you just say how old she was? I, I was writing she's, something down. She's coming seven. She's coming seven. So, so, uh, I'm interested in seeing how them pups turned out. Who ended up with the pups? Do you know? I have one. Sammy Rains has one. Uh, Scott Engel has one. Uh, Todd Garten has one in Tennessee. And Colt has one out in Texas. Nice. So they went to some coon hunters. They did. They did. I'm, and and Echo, I'm excited. And Echo's a nice dog too. So Echo is super nice, and I'm I'm an Echo fan. Echo, I've seen Echo every time I've been in the woods with Echo. He's looked phenomenal. He can tree them and make your head spin and wonder how in the world is he doing it. But he, he's a super hound, and that's why I had called Scott when they come in. Because Scott only bred, I don't know how many females he's bred now, but at that time, he'd only bred two or three females. And I think at this point, he's bred maybe five females. Yeah, so pretty limited uh, 
Yeah, exposure. he wasn't just bringing her to everything, and then so that kind of that kind of speaks for Meg right there. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty handy there. Well, I met you through the hunting club, and yep. uh, this was I guess your first year running them deer dogs, and you've killed some really big deer pleasure hunting. I would yep. say, uh, what's some deer you killed over there still hunting that year? Oh, I, I killed, uh, I've killed several 140s. I've got one that's probably going to push 160. I still haven't scored him. That was the last big deer I killed still hunting. He's probably pushing 160. Uh, but I still hunted all my life, you know, and that's, I, I love it. And, and usually I hunt hard enough. I'm going to kill one big deer, but, uh, this year I f- found something else and I didn't kill a, as big a deer as I usually kill but I had way more fun than I've ever had. The, it's hard to explain to people how much fun it is here. With already being a dog man, Aaron hearing them dogs obviously run track. When knowing the days, a, they's actually, you want them to run a deer? <laughs> right. And them thing, which we have a pretty big hunting club and we have a bunch of good members, but there's something about them deer dogs. I just wanted you to touch on that a little bit because you was a, a big steel hunter and you had told me that you had put it off. People had invited you before, but you never had been. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I, uh, of course I'd everybody around here, a lot of people that don't deer hunt around here, they say, Oh, they took dogs away from us. I quit. They don't, I ain't, I ain't still hunting. And all my whole life, that's how I grew. That's the only way I knew to hunt. Because by the time I could hunt, they had done outlawed it in Alabama, which we're not 15 minutes from Mississippi. But they outlawed it in Alabama. A lot of these hunters over here quit. Well, my whole life growing up, I'm, I can't fathom, why would, why would you just quit, you know? And they were like, oh, it was fun. No, this ain't no fun. And I'm thinking, and there ain't nothing better than smoking a 140, 150-inch buck. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I had been invited a few times and i was like nah i ain't going over i ain't messing with that you know i'm going still hunting so we got in you know green hill or uh our hunting club in mississippi we had just got in really to have a place to go coon hunt yeah and uh dad said yeah they run deer dogs over there and uh you know so that kind of i said well i'm not going to still hunt over there i'm not even going to attempt it because i i in my mind i said i'll get mad if a pack of dogs comes through well, long story short, I met Ross uh, Blair. I met him coon hunting when I was a kid. Yeah. And I've, I've known him for years. So I found out, you know, he was in there. He was like, oh, you got to come over here one day with us. So, you know, the first day I come over there, I <laughs> rode around with Buck Track himself. Yeah, and uh, he is, uh, he'll put you on a deer. He's got he a will put you on a deer. That he thinks is a bicycle. I'm telling you. And, and we took that thing places and, hey. I I didn't know what to think that first day, but I, I knew, I said, after that first day, I killed a, I think it was a seven point that first day I was over there on the drive. And I thought, man, this is odd. And I was like, you coming back tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come back. So I go back the next day and I, I think you were what, 200 yards from me when I killed that eight point. Yeah. I didn't and realize I, that was your first day. In that cut over at the bottom of that hill, had to drag yes. up a mountain over. Yes, that's that's right. And that mm-hmm. that buck jumps up, and them dog. Anyway, I kill that, and I think I, I don't. I ain't missed many days since. 
And I knew I went, I come home. I told my wife, I said, let me tell you something. This right here is where it's at. I come home, order CBs and, you know, antennas, long range antennas and stuff from Garmin. And, and I've been hooked ever since then. There's just, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but it, it's just a lot of fun. I'd probably go out on a limb and say, I'd rather clip out on a doe in a cutover as, as I had go and see, a hundred and fifteen inch eight point in the greenfield. Absolutely, and, and me and you rode around. You know, we got in the truck with each other a couple of times, and we had a blast. What? Where's one thing about when me and you get together? We're gonna do one thing, and that's shoot. Oh, I'm shooting every, every shell I got. <laughs> but hey. uh, that's why I went and bought that new bar this year with that ten round magazine. I may go broke uh, buying shells, but I'm gonna be shooting. <laughs> I talked to you one time, and you was like, "Man, I think I'd start back coon hunting." <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and the thing about it is you know you can still hunt and you get up day in day out and you get up and about third fourth day you know you're like man you don't really don't want to get out of bed there wasn't a morning when my alarm clock went off boom i was up and a lot of times i was 99 percent of the time i was the first one over there at the club oh yeah and you like, had what 30 minute drive yeah well that's about 40 minutes yeah and uh <laughs> i just couldn't wait you know it is absolutely the most fun I've ever had in my whole life. And the good thing about it, the kids can come. The kids you know, can come. It's, it, Green it's, Hill, I'm, I seen right off the bat when I met Robert. And everybody I met over there just acted like they had known me my whole – you know, they was just – y'all was all just like talking to me like I'd been over there my whole life, you know. And that's why I come home and told my wife, I said, I was kind of worried, you know. You know how it is. You go to a new crowd, you know, oh, you yeah. kind of – and all y'all was just – shooting the crap like we had known each other forever and and i seen how all the kids were you know there's a bunch of kids there the first two days i was there yeah. and i think that's good you know because i got kids coming up letting them play going yeah 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 we stop and you know when we're getting our game plans up them kids that's what they look forward to oh yeah they're not worried about killing deer they're worried about when we're meeting up and we're and getting out there building wooden forts and playing tag right. and yeah you know. it's just it's good for the kids it's, it's fun for the kids it's fun for us and it's just a good time you know i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to talk my wife into coming i think dad's gonna hunt with us a little bit this year i've got to get my wife out there and, and let her see you know what oh it's about. man yeah it's a it's a family event to say the least i mean there's people's wives up there riding with them there's it's and it's an all-day event now, now i'll say this you'll get wore out by the end of the day the ripping and romping and the dragging deer out of never fails i'll shoot at a deer up there at the road can't hit it i can hit the sun gun 300 yards down there in the cutover and i gotta drag it all the way out but, uh, that's that's right and that, well me and you had a couple of terrible drags this year <laughs> yeah. but it, it is it will wear you out but man I, it, even toward the end of season i we had been hunting a bunch and you know, I, I hate to see that sun start setting, and, and I did. I, I could just – I just want to stay over there all the time and run, run, run. But, it's man, it's a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad you got in. And, and really and truly, you probably would have never tried it if you wouldn't have just happened to be already be a member because you was like, You're right. You're, I'm you're in right. the club. Yeah. I might as well go and do it. You're right. And that's exactly why I went. I said, heck, I'm in, you know. And, and then, of course – you know, I brought a few members or a few guests with me, and I know one of them got in. I know Goob got in, so that's just a just a good time. Yeah, yeah. The only the only problem you, most people got at our hunting club is, is if you can't take a joke, 
You gonna... Yeah, if you can't take a joke, you better stay away from our box. Yeah, because they ain't nothing that gets gets by in our group. Uh, I no, mean, they going to talk, it's... and if you let them know it bothers you, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's bad. And that's another thing that makes – that I guess has made it as fun is the group of guys that hunt over there, you know, I think the world of them, they, they're just, it's the group of guys makes it the, you know, the fun yeah. we have is because of the group of guys. Oh yeah. I agree. So. I, I'll need to, uh, I've seen Connor go one time and Meg was deep and through the country by the time y'all got over there to her. I thought she was like two miles whenever. She was, yeah, she was about two miles. <laughs> but she was treed. I pulled but up you, on the road got, up there and get, heard her at 950 or something. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because you you stayed. And I made, made sure y'all got her out. Yeah, I said and, uh, I ain't you, walking. You did go to Connor's tree that night. Man, he sounds good. Yeah, I I actually want to, uh, which I'm gonna talk about this on the Connor podcast. I want to get some some footage for the for the YouTube. If I can figure out how to how to get good quality footage because it's tough with cameras and low light. But yeah, it is. I really want to get some video footage of Connor going. So we're yeah. going to get together and we're going to do one on Mr. Connor. And by then I want to have some video footage and plan on you winning some, some more stuff. If everything goes as planned, well, maybe we can get it done. I got you. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on here, Mr. Austin. At this time, this is the, the floor is open. So if you have anything or anybody you want to. No, I about. just, like I said, I, I thank my wife for everything she does because I, I mean, without her, without her doing everything she does, uh, my my coon hunting would be slim to none. And uh, you know, Billy and Cole, I can't say enough about them. They they don't anything any hunt I want to go to, you know, they're for it for the most part. They they don't tell me no. That you know, if they think we got the dog and they know that I'm ready, they know the dog's ready. They're just they're they're super good to me it's a blessing it takes a team for sure it does it does so well i appreciate you taking the time austin and we've been trying to get it man with with, with your yeah, family I, and both of us can, having young can, kids yeah we can tell everybody that uh the, you know the day we started to do this podcast me and cody got on the phone and uh i so said hey I think I need to answer this phone call, Cody. And it was my wife. And I was like, she knows that man, Cody's got this podcast to do. And I said, Hey, you know, I need to answer this phone yeah. call. And Cody's like, okay. So I, I get off the phone and I answered my wife and she said, Hey, you got to be at the hospital in 45 minutes. We weren't supposed, this was on a what Thursday or Friday. Yeah. This was on a Thursday evening. We weren't supposed to have the babies until Monday. So she says, hey, you got 45 minutes to get here. They're going to go ahead and take them now. <laughs> I got back on the phone with Cody. I said, we ain't doing the podcast today. Uh, I'm babies. Man, we have laughed and joked about that. And it's ironic that the day that you was going to be on the podcast, y'all had the babies. But we have joked throughout hunting season about, oh, Austin ain't going to be able to hunt no more. And the basketball yep. team quotes. and Yeah. If you don't mind that saying it, and if you do, I'll edit it out. But tell the story about how you found out they was twins. Oh man, uh, no, I don't care. We, uh, <laughs> my wife, she said, "Hey, you know, when we found out we was pregnant, of course it was a shock." And she said, "Hey, you want to go to the doctor with me?" And I said, "We've done been through this twice, you know. <laughs> we got Slade <laughs> Baylor." I said, "Hell." 
I just was going to work. And uh, she said, okay, I'll get mom to go with me. I said, all right, good deal. So I go to work, yada, yada, yada. She comes home. She goes to the doctor. She comes home. And uh, when I walked in the door, I sat down in the recliner about like I always do. And she's just over there, got this like half grin on her face. And she's kind of looking at me. And she said, how was your day? And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. Boy, what if, what, what, just, I mean, I, I knew something was up. So I look at her and uh, I was like, it, it was work, you know, what else do you say? And I could tell something. She's like, well, and I was like, well, what do you want to say? She said, do you want to look at the sonogram picture? And I said, Heather, babe, I can't tell nothing by them sonogram. Pictures. Yeah. They, they look, look like, like aliens. Little, look like little aliens. I said, <laughs> I've done been through this twice. They look the same as Baylor and Slade's. And she looked at me and she said, no, these are a little different. <laughs> and immediately I thought I was fixing to faint right then. So I jump up out of the recliner and I run in there the kitchen. I, they're laying on the bar in the kitchen. And I look and it says baby A and baby B. And I've never passed out in my life <laughs> at as close as I have ever come to passing out, I promise. Oh, your big old bud. I, I wish I'd have been in there. I bet that man, was funny. It, it was a. It, it was uh, mixed emotions for sure. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do, but uh, let alone three. And then, then now we got four, you know. But, hey, I told her, I said, if it wasn't meant to be, it wouldn't be. And they're a blessing. Man, it's funny. You know, it ain't, he he don't dog hunt, but I'm going to tell a little story about my brother-in-law. First time I really ever met him, my wife was like, hey, uh, my brother lives – five hours from here we're gonna go down there they're having a gender reveal and i was like well you know it's a little awkward in my opinion to hear right. you know the first time you meet him is when he's finding out what his baby is but it's like cool whatever we was just dating at the time we get down there and they had some cupcakes which you know they had pink and and blue ice and all over them and everybody was trying to guess and i'm just sitting there like i don't know anybody i'm five hours right. from home i'm, I'm dating Kinda this awkward. girl yeah and this song uh, bites into this cupcake and it's pink. And dude, that song ungrabbed hold to that chair. <laughs> so I'm sitting around looking around. I thought he was going to fall out the floor, dude. He, he went to panting on me. Hey, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like I said, there's a lot of things go through your head when you when you find out, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It tickles and then me. When, and, then when it, and then when it's two, hey, some stuff really goes through your head. Yeah, 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 I get it. So, well, Mr. Austin, I appreciate you coming on here and uh, spending the time because I know you got stuff to do and and I know you've been busy at work, so. Well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to get in the woods tonight. We uh $100,000 hunt next week, so. 100000 well, I'm try to get in the woods. I hope you win it. We'll get you back on. It might be that might be the podcast to get you back on. Just back oh, to back. Oh man, that, that that would be good stuff. Cody, I appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. You have a good one. All right, see you, buddy. See you.